Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's a hard niche line. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, aka Blanderson Hooper. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm starting to feel a little better, but still pretty crappy. Still pretty pretty crappy. crappy. Yeah. Landy's had COVID for about a week. <laughs> Thought I had COVID. I still think I have COVID. <laughs> I think I do for the second time. But the and you got saying negative. Did you? Do you think you got COVID at Comic Con? No, I think I had it before Comic Con. I probably gave it to people at Comic Con. No, no. Yeah. Do you think the people you gave it to at Comic Con are testing positive? Probably, yeah. I would think but so. But you're not. But no, you're pretty I, sure you have it. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And you've been to school every day this week, though. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I have. Ninja, okay. Well, yeah. That makes a lot of fucking it, sense. It, it said negative, so what am I going to do, you know? You said you couldn't, you can't take off a day on a, after a three-day weekend, even if you feel like you might have COVID? Well, that no. I, I, you'd need, like, a doctor's note. And I don't have. I didn't have anything. I went to the doctor, and they told me I had a cold. So that's and that's not enough to get a note from them. Not, not really. They're not gonna. Even in this day and age, that's not enough. You didn't to have a fever. You didn't have a fever. No fever. No nothing. Just and no they, and school wants you to go to school feeling like you have COVID, just because you can't get a doctor's note. I mean, they don't want me to, but it doesn't look good if I if I'm not in after a three day weekend. It's very responsible of you as a Whatever. teacher. I toughed it out. I toughed. I didn't it out. think teachers were that responsible. So, is it responsible, Craig, or is it irresponsible? <laughs> because well, it's you're, responsible you know, in worrying about those kids in your care. Yeah, I it's wore irresponsible a mask. with the kids. It's responsible oh, with your job good. status. Yeah, you, do you, normally don't, you normally don't wear a mask. No, I've been wearing okay, a mask. Okay, you wore a mask, week. so that's good. That's yeah. good. I've been wearing Proud a mask all week. Well, good for you. Yeah. Wow! Imagine how how boring Blandy is in a mask at school. Probably not as boring as I am here. All right. Wherever you all listen or watch a show, remember to leave us some ratings and refu- refuse. Reviews. <laughs> Re- refuse to leave some reviews. <laughs> and um, if you want to buy some Hard Nicks Life merch, go to hardnickslife.threadless.com. I'm throwing that back in there. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, somebody bought, right? So we got some recent purchases. Yeah. Okay. And it's good stuff. Like the 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 quality of the clothing I can vouch for is actually really comfortable. Yeah, Boomer Esiason just bought a, a hoodie from us, right, Barry? I mean, he, he was he was comped a hoodie <laughs> <laughs> at the bike shop. Are we allowed yeah. to talk about this? No. Uh, yeah. Why? Why not? We talked about Mike Breen going to the bike shop. So why can't you talk about Boomer? But Boomer, Boomer and I bit. go back. You know, yeah. he's okay. been coming into the shop for years. Oh, he has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. How many bikes has he bought from the bike shop? Well, he brings his bikes in for repair. He just bought a new one. Um, That's the first one he's bought from me, but he's brought his bikes in for repair. He bikes a lot. And um, has Mike Breen gotten back to you about the complimentary tune-up yet or no? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, he has not. Are you going to ask him again? No. Yeah, you should reach out again. Tweet him again. Be like, I never heard back from you. Yeah, what's going on? Don't you don't you want that tune up, Mike Breen? <laughs> all right, all right. 
I don't even know if I finished that. Wherever you listen to the show or get the show, leave us some ratings and reviews. And please subscribe to the one podcast that when we go off the rails like we did on that last show, which everyone loves, fucking loved, by the way, apparently you return the favor. Ooh. Plenty, play the intro clip. This is just a little taste of what we're all going to hear later because our callers were fucking insane this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Hey, guys. This is Isam, a.k.a. the Beast from the, from the Middle East, a.k.a. Abu Shaki. I have an attachment to not having my dick rubbing my fucking pant zipper. Hey, guys. This is Abu Shaki again, a.k.a. The Beast from the Middle East, a.k.a. Trouble. Lex again for the third time. Sorry. This will be the last time, I swear. Hey, uh, it's Lex again. Okay, guys. I swear this is the last call today. One more thing, man. I don't know what you guys got against platypuses, man, but I demand justice. It's a harness life when you ain't got no wife. It's a harness life. It's gotta live. Oh, it's open. Yay! <laughs> Uh, I guess find out later. Listen, to everyone who left voicemails, I can't play all your fucking voicemails because there were, like the beast from the Middle East called like four or five times. There's 12 here. You sent me 12 voicemails? And every time he calls, yeah, I know. I don't know what to do, but they're they're good ones. Half the show is going to be voicemails. So if you like the voicemails, you're in for a treat. If you don't, fucking stop listening whenever we get to voicemails. What do you want me to do? But every time the Beast from the Middle East called, he would give his whole fucking, sh- like, nicknames. A.K.A., A.K.A., <laughs> A.K.A. And a couple okay. times he added new nicknames. I-, I don't know what was going on there. But thanks to everyone who called. Uh, listen in later for that. Guys, new Bet Online ad this week. You want to hear it? Oh, yes. It's been the same one forever. But this is big right here. Football is back. And Bet Online. Yeah, bet yeah. Online. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. I struggled out of the gate anyway, so thank you, Blandy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Can we... Blandy. Fuck, Blandy. Do it. What? I'm pulling the fucking thing. There we go. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one so- source for all your betting needs this season. <laughs> You'll... Fuck, Blandy, man. You really aren't feeling well. Uh, you'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Well, what do you have to do? It's a it's as a four click drop. Just, what, what? It, it didn't click the first time. I'm ready. Yeah, like I'm waiting. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing. And even golf. Listen to this. You ready, guys? Head on over to Bet Online to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That means 100% welcome bonus, Barry. So what you put in, they not bonus. Fi- not 50%. Not 50. 100%. What's the limit? There you- I don't know. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV to get your rewards. That's not BLEAV50. It's BLEAV. That's it. Believe. Now's the time. online where the game starts. It's not like that first time we did it a couple weeks ago was magic. Exactly. I don't even know how that happened. That was magic. 
Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Not 50% of the money, 100%. All right, guys. Uh, we, we start off this preseason 2-0. and Just got off our first devastating loss to the Indiana Pacers. Devastating, yeah. We are now 2-1 and one in the preseason. <laughs> one game left against the Wizards on Friday night. The first half was somewhat enjoyable. Right, Barry? Yes. And and then it just got really bad from there, right? Uh, I mean, the I last, we, the last we like, went three and a half like, minutes were like, you know. Oh, awful. I mean, the last quarter was, te- was torture. <laughs> just kept getting worse and, and worse. Oh, yeah. The starters played pretty well in the first half. I think we built up like an 11-point lead. Julius finished with 13, 8, and 5. Um, Julius' backup, Obi, had that really nice... Uh, that one really nice play. He seems to have a great play. Oh, he looked like magic. You think about the Magic Johnson? Uh, yeah, play? the w- one hand fake palm fake. Yeah, that was beautiful. Throwdown. That was beautiful. He's feeling amazing. it out there, man. Yeah, he didn't do much else, right? Se- no, but second. you know what? Forget the box score. Obi's playing smart. He's boxing out. He's just like aware all the time. It, it, it's awesome. Loving, yeah, he, loving Obi Toppin. Yeah, he finished four for seven, zero oh from three for th- from three, eight points, two boards. Um, like I said, Julius Randle, thirteen points, eight rebounds, five assists. Did you know he has thirteen assists this preseason and no turnovers? Unbelievable! Wow. Unbelievable! Listen to these numbers for Julius this preseason: forty-eight percent from the field. 35% from three, which is nothing to write home about, but I would take it, you know? Yeah, um, solid. Per 36 stats, which I usually a lot of people don't like them, but I like them because you know he's going to get 36 minutes during the regular season, around there. I and they play. <laughs> I know, we <laughs> all hope year. not, but we, but we fucking know he will. Um, but his per 36 numbers are 23.8 points, 11.6 boards, and 7.2 assists this preseason with no turnovers. Yeah, sick. Barry, what do you like about Julius this preseason? That he's doing everything. And he's not being selfish. He's being quite unselfish. Uh, he's playing within himself. He's playing within the the game. Um, I mean, he's just had his head on straight through these first three games, and you love to see it. You know, I, I just think I think he's got the right mindset. You want to tell me it's only preseason? I say go fuck yourself. Because oh. what I see from Julius is a, a man who I, I think has come to a realization of what he needs to do. And if he does this, I mean, that's great. I mean, when we saw, when we thought about a role that Julius was going to have to take, we thought this was this means he's going to have to he's going to have to sacrifice his numbers. If he plays like this, he's still going to get those numbers, and yet be beneficial to the team. Again, this is like a little outlandish. I mean, zero turnovers. Come on. That's nuts. But just the fact that, again, he is looking for his teammates. He's looking to set them up. The ball is moving. It doesn't stop yeah. with him. And and that's that's um, an, attribute, an attribute that the whole team is doing. They're moving the ball, which they never did, you know, going the la- back the last few years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know he's not going to finish the regular season with – Zero, zero zero turnovers, <laughs> but zero. But um, I mean, how much of that is because Jalen Brunson's here? Because a lot of his turnovers last year or the past few years 
It's because of how much he brought the ball up. Yeah, all that turn usage. Turn it over, bring it up. Yeah. And, it, and it's just different. I mean, he seems lighter out there. He's, it doesn't, he's, he's, he's standing out for all the right reasons, right? Not, yeah. No, no bad reasons out there. You can't say a bad thing about him. I almost want to say that he's kind of flying under the radar. You know, like he's having a good yeah. preseason, but he's not standing out until you look at his numbers and he's been consistent. And, and isn't RJ that, isn't consistent. that the archetype of what Julius Randle should be on this That's team? That's what we want. That's yeah. exactly That's what, what want. he should be. A, a contributing positive, you know, net positive player that, yeah, we're not asking you to be our number one. Yeah. You know, here and there you could be, but it's not, it's not a burden that you have to carry throughout the season. I don't know if we even have a number one, but but let's talk about the other consistent Knicks so far. And they were probably our two best players this year, RJ and Julius and RJ, right? Yes. RJ's numbers this preseason are astounding. Jul- while Julius has been getting a lot of boards, assists, and he's doing it all, we know RJ doesn't really do that. But it's just three preseason games, but his shooting has been really good. Uh, RJ Barrett. Uh, eight for seventeen from three this preseason, which is f- shooting forty-seven percent from the field, forty-nine percent per thirty-six stats for RJ. Twenty-eight points, five point six boards, three point seven assists. The rebounds and assists are pretty much what they were last year. There, twenty-eight points per game in the preseason, just preseason. But how about RJ? Every single game he's putting up around twenty points, and, and he's getting to the line, efficient. and he's hitting those free throws. And this last game. He's actually, you know, he showed some improvements finishing around the rim. Yeah, Which, he had a couple I mean, of nice finishes around. See the rim. that? Yeah, Did I think know... that's that's the main reason that his field goal percentage is up is his finishes around the rim. Yeah, last year his finishing around the rim, his percentage. Fi- Sorry, I was just going to give that. What was that? Stat? What, what happened? Did you lose the stat? No, 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 I didn't really have the stat. I just it's just. A oh, you didn't finish. Stat. That's that Ooh. ridiculous stat that we that we had with Wait. Nick's film school. I'm confused. What just happened? I was gonna remember we. That's what we talked I thought about. You were, I thought you were no, doing. No, we joke talked thing. about how ridiculous that was. What the percentage oh. of his finish? That's not yeah. ridiculous. I mean, that's yeah, a it's, big. Uh, come on. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna give no. us that, but then you couldn't I don't finish. Remember that like RJ. I just no. I just started that. Yeah. No. I. I you're right. I couldn't finish. The, the only thing is, he struggled from three. What did you say he is for the preseason? Eight, nine for seventeen. Eight for seventeen. Which is crazy when you consider that he was one for five. You know, yesterday. So it just goes to show you how how oh, efficient yeah. he was those first two games. Yes. IQ. Big game for IQ against Indiana. Four of 18. Reminiscent of John Starks versus Houston from 1994. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he struggled. a little more weight on that game. <laughs> He's trying. I mean, that whole second unit that Tibbs let finish the game, right? Who is it? Who is out there? Was IQ, IQ, Reddish. Toppin, Hartenstein, McBride, McBride, right? To finish. Yeah. They play like the, the entire fourth quarter oh, together. Oh, dude. That, that with, was without Derek Rose there, right? There's nobody <laughs> to take over torture. the game. They had nobody that wanted to take over that game out of the five of them. No, Hartenstein is playing that's, points that's at Rose. one point, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they kept giving it to Hartenstein because nobody wanted to take a shot. Nobody wanted to do anything. So he, he kept being the guy... That needed to initiate something, and I mean, hats off to him. He, you know, he made some nice passes and he got something going. But like, he's not the guy that you want down the stretch no. controlling the team. Come on, he's the last guy. 
and he'll make something happen if he has to. But I mean, that's why Rose is so important to that second unit. At least you have a guy that's going to take the lead. Create those those five were minus ninety three together. They look Listen, lost as a group. Also, also, and, I know and, what, and, and look, and I'm happy Tibbs oh. left him out there. You know, it would give him something Are to you? think about. It was torture. <laughs> but again, I mean, this is the game to do it. But it was, it was torture. That is the game to do it. But listen, I, yeah, the, the the second unit struggled as a full unit out there, but that's rarely going to happen during the regular season. You know, like they're going to start struggling, and Tibbs is going to see that they need somebody who's going to actually take control and put right. someone back Somebody's in there. Somebody's going to get pulled. Well, you're also going to substitute Cam McBride, Cam and McBride, with you know, two more competent players as well. And who would those two more competent players be? It's going to be Grimes and it's going to be Rose. Oh, not Fournier. Okay, good. No, Fournier's not going to be there in the fourth quarter. He's never in there in the fourth quarter. Yo, Fournier's not doing much of anything, Barry. He's he's still feeling real good about Fournier. I feel fine. He's doing what he needs to do. His shot's going to fall. With with the way Reddish and Fournier have been playing, I know that Fournier's yeah. he's got the shot. Yeah, but it's our weakest. Fight. I, I know they're not exactly the same position, but all these guys are around that same position. Those are like our two. I feel like that's our weakest spot right now. That you're one of the guard, best three forward. point shooters in the league, and he's your he's one of your worst spots. Fine, I can live with that. <laughs> you know, on <laughs> the New York Knicks, I'll I'll live with that. I'll sleep at night. Were you, this is sad to say, but in that fourth quarter, one of the best players on that second unit is also one of the worst on the team. In that game, one of the best players in the second unit in that final few minutes, Cam Reddish. Oh, when he finally hit a three and he had a couple of nice drives? Yeah, Cam Reddish sucks. He was providing all their scoring there towards the end of the game. But Cam Reddish is terrible. He's really terrible. He's There's terrible. no spot on his, on this team for him. It doesn't just no spot. even if there was a spot, he's awful. It has nothing to do with spots. He's not good. No, offensively, and that's why, that's defensively. Why good thing, good. You know, Grimes was fine. He was able to play the other night. Thibodeau told him to sit. Look, I got to get these people to shut up out there that keep wanting to know why Reddish is in this in this lineup. I'm going to put him out there, and you guys are going to see for yourselves what I see, which is a guy who looks lost. Which is a guy who, yeah, maybe a talented, athletic, dynamic scoring guy, yet just something's not clicking. He doesn't fit with this team. And, I mean, forget it. Case closed. Out of the rotation. If there was ever doubt yeah. in anybody's mind. You can just tell by the way he moves out there. Am I? Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know what does, you mean. Does he not yes. move like he's got no energy whatsoever he moves like blandy would out there he does have some i'm sorry i always rip on blandy but yeah why's it gotta I'm, be me because i'm talking about someone who has no energy and you do have some energy but you've got more energy than cam reddish out there he does have some moments where he's got these beautiful like gazelle like reverse layups that but no that, one that's else whole on thing. the thing can do they, sure you, you know to be successful in this league it just takes tips more right now than just ta- this is this is barry it takes more <laughs> yeah. than just talent it does. You can't just the be, way you he can't, you the can't way ride the way he runs down the court on defense or on offense is at half the speed of anyone else. And I was mm-hmm. seeing him fuck up like miss assignments on defense like crazy yeah. against the Pacers, yeah. right? Yeah. And some Knicks fans are so delusional that they think his length and his D are are good for the team. 
Just because you have length does not make you a, de- a good defensive player. I don't does see it? how he's going to ever get time on the court. Not unless there's some kind of catastrophic injury. There's no there's Even no if way. Quentin Grimes is out for two weeks, I don't think Cam Reddish is getting in this rotation. And, and again, I was saying it before, it's like to prove to the fan base, like that's, this is why I shouldn't be out here. Maybe it's also to prove to him. It's like, look, you know, think of, you think about what you did, you know, type of thing. You let that sit with you. And then when I don't play you in the regular season, you, you have, well, why am I not playing? Oh yeah. Because, you know, when I had my time to shine, I didn't come through. I didn't come through game one. I didn't come through game two. I get a third chance and I still suck up the court. No, that's it. And he wanted a bigger role, right? Or he wanted to go to a team where he can have a bigger role. He just wants it. But you don't see that out there. No. It's crazy no, to me. Nothing's going to be handed to you. Nothing is going to be handed to you in this league. No. I, I don't. I know we always talk about there's no space for him in this rotation. I don't think there's space for him on any rotation, anywhere. I'm sure getting, somebody it's, would it's take getting it. We're certainly that, not getting a point. first round pick for him though. That's for sure. That was a no. sunken cost. No, 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 no. I mean, no. what a what a mess that was. I mean, Kevin Knox is far superior to Cam Reddish. Far. Well, now I think you're getting a little <laughs> you might want to take a deep breath with that. <laughs> do you guys want to listen to some of these crazy fucking voicemails or what? I do. Let's get it on. Oh, what, right. what, can we have one more honorable mention? One more sure. honorable mention to a Nick we got? haven't mentioned yet, which is Mitchell Robinson, who's been a fucking beast, who is the last guy that you thought would be like the lunch pail guy on this team that's getting down and dirty, that's getting those boards. He, he, you know, he had eight rebounds the other day. Six of them are on the offensive glass. And he continues oh. to just dominate out there, go about his business. I mean... That's it. Needed to get that in there, you know, give some flowers to Mitch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he had he he had this one possession where I think he got like three offensive rebounds in yeah. one possession. Yeah, um, yeah, you don't quit. And then, yes, backup Hartenstein had, I was just looking at the box score. Eight assists, didn't he? No, he five had five assists. assists, tied with Julius oh. Randle for the but 10 team boards, lead. right? He had seven points, 10 boards, five assists. Like, it's pretty good for your backup center. All right, Blandy, why don't you play some of these voicemails? I got All them right. numbered for you, so just go in uh, number order. Go. Hey, guys, this is Isam, a.k.a. the beast from the, from the Middle East, a.k.a. Abusaki. Abusaki. Um, Abusaki. Just saw the show first time on YouTube. YouTube. Like, the voice don't match the faces. I'm used to the podcast. Doesn't make sense. What does that Either mean, way, doesn't make sense? Come on. Monica McNabb, yes. I think about nothing every time. Um, and guess what? I run into Evan, our daughter's friend, and I ask him how many wins this year. And he says, oh, we don't know. You never know. And I interrupt him and I say, 38. <laughs> he laughed. He said, only that? I say, well, last year I said 50, which is true. Anyways, we're friends now. Not really. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Was I a bad fan by, by telling him 38? I was thinking maybe I got in his head. 
maybe he will think about Soviet every time he shoots because of me. Am I a bad Knicks fan? Love your show, guys. Bye-bye. Wow. Um, so he so said apparently Evan, Evan Fournier. Yeah, he, he ran says, into? and we don't know if it's true. He that said he ran he, into him. Well, it's not. It's not like says, it's out of the realm says, of possibility. He says their dogs are fucking friends. I mean, is that true? Wait, his dogs are fucking friends, or his dogs are the, friends. Their dogs are friends. All right. Oh. I just used that word when I okay. went. Accenture. So he runs into him at the dog park. Is that what's going on it's here? Po- listen, I mean, it's possible. Abu Saki. My brother in laws run into him in the city. So that's it's, right. You know. Yeah, um, beast, you don't beast say from that. the Middle East, aka Abusaki. Is I'm going to really say he true? was in the. Uh, well, if it is, I'm going to say he. You're in the wrong, you know. Uh, and you know, maybe a beast from the Middle East doesn't realize when he does something wrong, but that's wrong. You know, you're a Knicks fan. You don't tell a guy in your roster that you're going to have a losing record, even if that's what you believe. Did he you say know. that Evan asked him how many wins he thought they'd get, or did he like how did that start again? Do you know? I didn't pay did that close enough attention. Yeah. Well, I think he actually brings this up in another voice now. <laughs> but, uh, Blandy, why don't you hit the I next I mean, I don't one? think he's going to be thinking about this conversation when he's putting up threes, so that you don't have to worry about. But, you know, it's just uh, common courtesy. Uh, I don't know. It's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Dr. Dickey here. Hey, just heard the fifth and sixth episode. It's cracking my ass off at how much y'all were laughing throughout that whole shit. I think y'all should definitely do, you know, fucked up Wednesday or some shit, like, all the time, something like that. That, that shit would be hilarious. Uh, but, man, I really love that shit. want to give props out to Barry for saying the best Dickie voicemail ever and saying it was a 10 out of 10 on the shit story. Really appreciate that praise. Uh, you know, it took a lot for me to put that out there that it's an embarrassing moment of mine you know and i'm willing to share that with the public because i fuck with y'all uh blandy you know you were cracking me up too for sure uh craig i don't know where you got brisket from like that <laughs> one know. that had to be the comedy special you was watching the night before like had to be. That, that night yeah like i don't know where that one came from that's hilarious but uh congrats on the fucking six straight, that's an impressive feat. I mean, you know, I have aspirations to uh, do some podcasting myself, and hell, I would not have the dedication to pull six straight, even for one week. I would say, fuck y'all. Y'all tripping, believe. Y'all tripping. But, uh, man, y'all really came through. Y'all delivered. And uh, I think going forward, probably my recommendation would be every two games. I know y'all were talking about, like, you know, twice a week, every day. Maybe I should have cut this I don't know. out. I think every every two <laughs> Knicks games, I think that would be a great okay. time. You know, yeah. you can unpack game one and game Maybe. two each fucking pod. I think I think that would really be the sweet spot. But at the end of the day, oh, oh, Blandy, I remember what I was going to say about you. Uh, you, you, were, you were saying, why not throw out the boxers at that point? Hmm. Yeah. I 100% should have and just gone commando. I don't know. I, I have an attachment to not having my like, dick rubbing my fucking hands. You like wrapped them up. But, when you, you, know, I when you played me. that clip uh, earlier. I, I, in that situation, I should I thought he literally commando. had an attachment. Right. <laughs> but all right. Peace oh. and love, baby. Because <laughs> it was Barry, out of context. Barry just did that this move that he was doing last night when he was all fucked up. Which was, and he was funny. And Barry, you don't know that you just did this again, but I'm, it blows my mind that you just did this again. You were just 
Right. I'm like, you're like <laughs> clapping, going fucking nuts just now. Are you on something tonight? No, I'm not. I'm not. Re you thought I'm he like, literally had an attachment? Yeah, when you played that clip earlier and it was just like, I have an attachment for my dick or whatever it was that he said. <laughs> I thought he had, literally had an attachment that kept his dick in a certain spot in his pants. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Wait, what? Do they sell stuff like that? I, at Target? Yeah, Target. That. They just, have that at Target. <laughs> that's they have something that holds it in place? <laughs> nah, They've got know. that at Target. That's what we do need like. more support, you know? Yeah. Did he ask us a question in that whole thing? No. 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 All right. No question. Are you all right? You're not following along. I because I got I was just blindsided by Barry doing what he did last week. Which right. Barry's like clapping reminds me one of my favorite seen... moments to, to last week's show. What? Did you ever, what's the movie where with Eddie Murphy where he's like all the different characters at um, the and there's Nutty Hercules, Professor. Hercules. Yep, yeah, Nutty Professor. The, the, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> like I don't know if you fucking people don't list, watch the YouTube show, and I know a lot of you don't, unfortunately. What the fuck are you doing? get to watch all this happen and like abu saki said which i still don't understand what do we what the fuck are we supposed to look like barry do you have any idea what, what we're supposed you've to... never felt like that no you I, hear people absolutely. on the radio and then you see them it's 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 weird yeah but what do you think you people don't are expecting when they hear our voices you don't like, necessarily you have like a exact image but it's but yeah usually out of like a lineup of 10 people, oftentimes that's not the person you would pick to go with that voice. I would so love I to know. I would love to have somebody draw me a fucking picture of what the three of us, they thought we looked like. Really? I would Yeah, Abusaki, if you could do that, I would love to see <laughs> that. Draw us a fucking picture of what I look like, Barry and Jay, in your head before you saw us. All right, Blandy, hit the next one. Hey, guys. This is... Abu Shakya Gam, aka the beast from the Middle East, aka Trouble. Trouble? I think this Camp Reddish is gonna be a trouble again. Is it Kevin Knox 2.0? Man, his shot is just like, sex. Yikes! Did he say his shot is like oh, sex or sucks? Yikes. Fight. I think his shot is like, yikes. I think it's it like is socks. like it is not a good looking shot. His shot is like socks. The Knicks are socks. Like socks. The Knicks yeah. are socks. Do you have that? That's what I think. The Knicks are socks. I love how you have to like lead into it just because you have to try to find it every time. Um, it's I... Yeah. All right. What do we got next? We're uh, here. We go. Uh, this says five, but there's no okay. four here. That's yeah, okay. Okay. So yeah, that's right. fine. Hey, this is Lex. Not a first-time caller anymore. Second time now. By the way, I'm not the macho man, but I always dug the Hear that? the bit. I, it always cracked me up because I love wrestling and I love the Knicks. So there's just the only two things I really like, wrestling and, and basketball. You know, weird weird two things to like. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not the macho man. But I could take up the mantle if you guys want. I know how much you guys love it. But anyway, I guess my question was, where's the Macho Man? You don't have to figure out what question it was. I didn't really have a good question. We don't there. know. We don't um, know. But yeah, I actually met you guys at one of the meetups with the Dallas Mavericks game when Porzingis was still here. I think it was Barry with the hair. Barry uh, with the hair. Blandy, you're bland, but you know, you're still cool. 
I don't know why they give you so much shit. That's a good question. But, uh, yeah, so for some <laughs> legitimate questions, do you guys think that uh, sometime in the season we'll see Carmelo Anthony back since he still hasn't been signed? And who do you think is going to get gonna be here at the end? Do you think they'll trade uh, Julius Randle and, uh, and a few other people for Russell Westbrook? I don't want him here, but, you know, a lot of cap space. And um, one more thing, man. I don't know what you guys got against platypuses, man, but I demand justice for, you know, all the platypuses out there, man. They they need love, too. I don't love platypuses, but, yeah, get, give it a rest with the platypuses, man. And shit stories are really funny. This, this is actually one of the best shows because it's not all about the analytics. There's too many people in the podcasting community doing that shit, and, you know, we need some levity. I love you guys, and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Obi Toppin with the in between dunk, spinning and winning. Yeah, you know. I don't got. I didn't even know I did a good <laughs> Macho Man until I heard it because you know nobody likes their voice. But anyway, guys, keep up the good work. I'm gonna enjoy the season listening to you guys and uh, take it easy, guys. Let's you know that that last Macho Man impersonation by uh, Lex. Made me realize that it's not that good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when he did well, that, I was like, "Oh, that really is not the Macho Man." I the remember. oh yeah is good, but then the you know, oh it's yeah harder is good, but then you, you lose it. Say other once, things. Yeah, once you start to say other stuff, it gets tough. All right, keep going. Here but, we go. Oh, no, well, he, he asked us oh. a question. What are we oh, just going right, to play yeah. voicemails and not even that's respond, right. <laughs> Landy? We, we finally get an actual question about the Knicks, Carmelo Anthony, and. Are we going to trade? I don't know. Who's, who's going to be left here? Are we going to keep Julius Randle or trade him? I feel like this roster is set. I don't. I just don't see anything happening as far as Julius Randle and trading him. Yeah, I don't see that. Not Randle, no. And Carmelo Anthony. I don't know. I don't. I I don't see it happening. I don't think it's going to happen. I I think he'd have to like have no. No possibility of signing with a contender somewhere for him to come back here. I know, like, it would be cool and everything for him to end his career here, but you know, you you think he's still trying to chase chase a ring? You know, I think the Knicks would either have to have some major injury to to a guy who kind of fits in that position, or you know, some reason to go out, to bring him in to take minutes away from someone else. At this point in his career, I just don't see it happening. No, neither do I. All right, Blandy, why don't you play the next one? What do we got next? Okay, guys. Ah, I swear oh, this is the, the last beast. Play. It's the beast from the Middle East. Okay, I wish I could. I changed my mind, you know? It's not 38 wins. The way I see it right now in the third quarter, no, fourth quarter. More like thirty-six wins. <laughs> it's a hard next five. Okay. Okay. The beast from the Middle East had to call in to change to his let, prediction from yeah. thirty-eight to thirty-six. Just because right. of the fourth quarter. Because, because of Isaiah Hartenstein, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, Miles McBride, and IQ. Because of those five, you're going to change the record. Yeah. Tell Evan. Tell Evan that. <laughs> With three out of those five guys who aren't going to be getting like a ton of time. <laughs> and especially when it matters. 
that's good uh, analysis and diagnosis from you, Beast. All right, here we go. Call number four. I lied. So I finished listening to your podcast. Good six day run. I definitely think two days is uh is definitely the sweet spot. But uh, another question: Do you guys think that uh, given what everything's happened with Draymond Green, we should uh, trade for? Jordan Poole, and what would you give up? What would be the package? <laughs> I don't think he gets paid that much, but he's definitely coming up for a big contract. Who would you give up? Young pieces, picks, veterans. I know everybody wants to get rid of veteran. Uh, Derek Rose, Julius Randle, but, I mean, that's probably unrealistic. But uh, what would you give up, and what would you think they would be willing to take? All right, guys, <laughs> the hard name life. There's no way they we get Jordan Poole. No, Golden State's not going to give up Jordan Poole for anybody. Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole, so they're going to trade Jordan Poole, one of the most talented young players on yeah, their he's roster. He's got to get a lot like, of money. Two, two days after he money. got knocked out by Draymond Green, he went out on the court and he got like 25 points. Was like He scored a shit ton of points in the third quarter. Didn't phase it. He's the, he's one of the futures of that team. They're not getting, they don't want to trade him for anybody. That's like, could you imagine Julius Randle punches R.J. Barrett one day and then the Knicks go and trade R.J. Barrett? <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of us all. I feel bad for us. I'm, I, you know, I understand why Alex is asking that question because we de- so desperately want to get any possible star on this roster, but we have to I stop. We have to stop just praying for these guys that are never coming here. Look, I don't know how many minutes he's going to average this season, but. Obi Toppin, does he not look like a star to you? Look, <laughs> are you joking? Look, is he joking, Jason? Craig, is he joking? Craig, stop, stop talking right no, now. I really want to stop talking right now. Listen to me. Three preseason games. Is this sarcastic or is this no, real? This is okay, fucking then real. Then go. I want to. Okay, I listen take to me. Three preseason games. Uh-huh. Fuck it. Uh-huh. I don't care what you label them. You're watching basketball on your TV and you see this motherfucker okay. Obi Toppin through three preseason games. Does he not look like a star to you? That's my question. He looks like a fucking star to me. Okay. I'm not saying he's <laughs> going to be a star, but does he look like a fucking star through these three fucking games? Damn fucking right he does. You watch his fucking highlights. He looks like a motherfucking star, Barry. Watch the game. I'm watching the game. He looks like a fucking star. <laughs> out there he, come on he he's got he's he's i mean his preseason highlights are out of this world yes and you could have watched him the last two years and watched his highlights but you're watching the rest of his play as well he does not look like a store star right now he does <laughs> now let's let's wait and see when the games actually count when they matter when they're sure. and the most important thing when they're actually playing real nba teams and not the indiana pacers and the detroit pistons Right. Right. Then we'll see what happens. But I mean, for now, man, it's OBTV. Listen, the way he finished last year and the way he's starting this preseason. Yeah. I mean, I I feel you. I can fuck with that, as people say. <clears throat> I fucking love Obi Toppin, man. But, yeah. you know, he, he's definitely got that star quality the way he plays. All right, Blandy, what's next? Oh, my gosh, there's so many more. Here we go. What's up, uh, Craig and all the other other fuckers who have names, I guess? Barry (laughs) and uh, Perry, all this shit. Listen, that's Murder Jim. I'm calling from California. Murder Jim. Now, is that a good team? 
seems like things are really good, right? Well, let's not get all caught up in, you know, Kevin Knox phobia with the preseason bullshit, but, but man, I don't know. You can tell. You can always tell when things are getting better. You can tell that it's legit. I feel like this is legit. I feel like the ball movement, I feel like Randall has been sufficiently humbled. Not in a bad way, but like, you know, not like a dog who got hit with a fucking newspaper, but I think he's kind of getting it. Like, okay, this is how I can be successful in the NBA. And RJ is a mother, aggressive beast, you know. We got Mitch Robinson, who's going to be um, kind of getting better, right? He's blocking and stuff, but can he shut down? I mean, we know we only have about two weeks or two months with him before he gets hurt. Cameras, come on with the cameras. Enough. Stop. Uh, we haven't seen Grimes yet. McBride, man, that is a guy who's going to be fighting hard for his minutes. Is he going to get any minutes? I mean, probably not. He's going, oh, be talking. He's going to be, uh, man, I don't know, man. I feel like everybody wants to shit on fucking Thais, but I don't know. I think he might be looking. I think he might be all right. I think he's, I think he's, he's not an idiot. He's a fucking professional NBA coach. He won coach of the year twice. So he sees what we see. He's not going to like look at a great player and be like, well, I don't know. Better play. You know, he's going to fucking, Tom's going to get some minutes. Tom's going to get some minutes no matter how it works out. And maybe Rob, maybe Randall won't get as many minutes as we think. Because the narrative is always like, Starters are always going to get the boots. Just going to run everybody to the ground. But I don't think so, man. And I'll tell you what, man. If we can keep it real gentle with Rose, just real gentle. Oh. Get him like 15, 12 minutes a, a game, you know. He's get him excited right never, now. Man. <laughs> really gentle. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And, man, I'll tell you what. You're six shows in six days, dude. Off the rails, on the rails. I love this so much, man. You guys are fucking great. You guys are fucking great. And one of my, I think it's you, I think we don't even need ESPN and all that bullshit anymore. All right? I mean, we got fucking, uh, Mushmouth Perkins, and he says like some, juicy juicy backyard. It's just awful, awful. It's like a disgrace to fucking humanity. But I love you guys. I love what you're doing. This is Murdy Dream. From Berkeley, California. I love you guys. <laughs> wow. Murder Jim, hey, are you lot. okay? <laughs> Barry's pretending like he's That was a lot. Holding it in right now. That was yeah, it was a lot to take in. You got real gentle. Real <laughs> gentle. Uh that's oh what man! The said the I mean, day. my favorite thing that he talked about was Tibbs. I think, you know, Tibbs isn't going to see. Is he seeing what Barry sees? A superstar Nobi Tabe? He's just be like, I'm not going to fucking play him. <laughs> I am starting to feel that way about Tibbs. Like maybe, maybe I don't know more than Tibbs. You know what I mean, Barry? <laughs> you thought that you did. I I did think for a long time that maybe I did. You know he does watch the games. He doesn't it just does coach see, them. He watches them. He is really sticking to that whole theory that he watches the games. He watches practice. He watches film on practice. He saw. I heard him say this week. He watches film on practice. None of us are watching fucking film, film on, practice. on practice. Wow. Okay. 
So, yeah. Thank you, Murder Jim. Murder Jim, by the way, called in last year with a great rendition of our theme song, which maybe we'll start the show off next week. Barry's been asking that for a while now. Right back, a couple weeks at least. Um, yeah, to, to, to mix it up uh, like a little rotisserie of uh, different renditions of the theme. Yeah, I mean, I think we all had our fair share of Murder Jim right there, but here he, is he does again. have another one again and he does sing again. I just want to set him up because this is not of the same quality of the, of the song he actually like recorded for us last time, which is fucking astounding. But play this. This is the latest single okay. from Murder Jim. Well, I feel like you, I sent you some songs a bit ago, and, you know, they were kind of distorting and weird. So I'm going to do this acapella. It's a hardness life when you ain't got no wife. It's a hardness life thieves got to live. It's a hardness life when you ain't got no wife. It's a hardness life thieves got to live. Oh, it's open. Wasn't there like, didn't it sound like he was playing the spoons on one of them, right? Wasn't that him? I don't know. I mean, he recorded a full track for us. It was like him, like, tapping along to it, I believe. What are the words in that? It's a hard next life when you don't got a wife? Is that what he says? That was one of them. And what does that mean? If you're walking around LA and you see a guy walking on the sidewalk and he's just like, oh, be tapping. You'd be like, murder Jim. That's murder Jim. He probably does it all day long. Oh, be tapping. Murder Jim, which is a very dangerous nickname. Yes. Uh, I wonder where that comes from. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with the Murder Jim. No. Do you want to fuck with Murder Jim? No. Fuck you, Murder Jim. (laughs) Why do they call you, and why do you call yourself Murder Jim? I don't think I want to know. (laughs) And you probably shouldn't call in and tell us either. Probably not. No, I really do want to know, Murder Jim. (laughs) What do you murder? (laughs) (laughs) What exactly? All right, Blandy. We go from Murder Jim to one of the cleanest, most gentle listeners. Well, I mean, I don't know. Shit, hell, fuck. There was that that one moment, but (laughs) in general. All right. Here we go. All right, this is Ralph. Thanks, Craig and Blandy, for sticking up for me. I just kind of felt that. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Being in the Hall of Fame two times doesn't it's not letting it go. Not letting it go. I know. Let it go, Ralph. Hall of Famer in the NBA, Bill Russell. What I Google so anyway. <laughs> uh, Tell him, hope Ralph. Hope is great. Hope you're enjoying the game. Um, that was he, that was Ralph's say, way of saying. Fuck you, Barry. That's, <laughs> yeah. Barry called yeah. Ralph uh, delusional. That's right. I I apologized uh, within seconds after you that. Don't, yeah. You don't. We put, all have our you put little, that on Ralph. You know. Well, you're in Ralph's doghouse. You know. Yep. Yep. Because he should good. be. Yeah, of course he should be. Here, Ralph just said, "Hope you enjoy the game." Right here's the next voicemail from Ralph. Well, we lost. It was a fun game, though. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Hold on, I just interrupted Ralph. Play that one again because he does. A, the end is very funny. Well, we lost. It was a fun game, though. Mm. <laughs> mm, I don't know why I just said that. Mm. It was not fun. Mm. All right, and to cap it all off, this fucking 
smorgasbord of calls this week. There were 12, uh, I think 11, because I numbered them wrong, that we played for you, but there were probably like fucking 20. Everyone called over and over and over again. So keep it coming. I mean, that's great either way. But all the way from Germany, Blandy, we got DJ. Here we go. Hi, guys. Germany in the house here. Um, some quick thought after the second Pacers game. Um, I really like what I saw from Julius tonight. Uh, not pushing it. Great decisions. He saw his teammates. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. I hope he continues through the season. Um, a little off night from, from Jalen Brunson tonight. His, um, his touch was not there. Um, yeah. Isaiah, some nice place. Um, Where is DJ? We saw, maybe so we crazy. saw a little point, point center tonight. Um, I really like the connection between him and uh, and Obi. Uh, yeah, and last last one tonight. Uh, some thoughts. Cam Reddish. I don't know, guys. Um, he had a few few nice plays but I don't really believe that he can make the rotation uh, when everybody's healthy um, um, I'm looking forward to the next game um, like a cavern? Friday night against the Wizards hope you, we win there and uh, yeah guys see you soon next time the, peace out like DJ that's what I he thought was, at first. I pictured him like sitting on the edge of a cliff, looked overlooking like the water. But then it, I thought I heard like drops, and I thought he was like down in like a wet uh, cavern. Oh man, yeah. Well, even DJ's given up on Cam Reddish, and DJ doesn't give up on anyone, no. right? No, no. Not usually he usually doesn't have a bad thing so to that's say about a bad anybody sign wearing the orange and blue. Yeah. He was getting mad at people for not going to the season with a purely positive attitude. He's already three preseason game, three preseason games in, down on Cam. Be real gentle, gentle, Blandy. We're gonna go into this real gentle. This is your music, Blander Super This is why, the why news. Blandy's gonna read the news tonight. That. No, I don't know. I, uh, Murder Jim, man. Murder Jim fucking got gentle, so we're even getting gentle. All right, Bland, um, you all hear that music. You, you heard that fucking music. It's time for the news. What do you got? It's quick all things, right. right? It's a couple of quick things. So, oh, beautiful. Um, the, the story that doesn't uh, seem to want to end with uh, Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Uh, according to TMZ, the uh, beef between the two started in the parking lot before practice the day that it happened. Really? And then escalated during practice. Apparently, during the scrimmage, Jordan Poole called several several foul calls against Draymond Green. Draymond uh, each time referred to him as a bitch. Uh, and I guess that's what ultimately boiled over. He was fined by the team, although I don't believe they announced how much. He was not suspended. He was back at the facility today and met with the press for quite a bit of time. Would you like to hear one of the questions and answers that he gave today? This is Draymond, Draymond, yeah. and, yep. and he, no, he there's no, there's no rumor of what happened in the parking lot. 
just that they no it just says that it started in the parking lot before practice i know people are talking about there's rumors out there that he was talking shit about the contract he's going to get but steph curry and other people on the team were like no that's not that's not the case so um you want to hear that quote or no Barry, it's, it's, do you want to no I'm, right let him decide you got to edit yourself if it's good and you thought it was interesting then play All it right, if, i'm going to uh, i'm going to play it then. <laughs> i'm just going for it there you go Closest parallel to this this preseason situation with you and Jordan, you know, you and your relationship with KD comes to mind with what happened a few years ago. And you guys, you and KD were able to get past it. Do you? And I know you got Jordan came were really close when he got in the league. Do you think you guys will be able to get back to that point to where you guys were? I'm not sure. As I said before, that's not up to me. You know, so uh, nor do I think there's much relevance. Um, quite frankly. We both know how to play basketball, and that is the most important thing for us. We, we're paid to do a job, and huh. we're going to come and do that job to the best of our ability. And, you know, we want to continue to win, so we're going to do what we have to do to win. As far as us moving forward, uh, Jordan's a professional. I'm a professional. Um, <laughs> we have a job to do. Job uh, we both have... Yeah. experienced a lot of winning over the course of our lives and we know what that takes and so we're going to do just that uh what it takes to win yeah yeah so professionals can beat the shit out of their co-workers and then just go right back to it it's all good yeah, of course they are professionals that was just kind of a, like a, a, I felt like that was like a Kyrie like response to an interview question. He, he yeah, it was the, BS. He did sit in front of the media though for like for a pretty decent amount of time, so he didn't hide from any of the questions. He answered everything. Yeah, that but that's was like totally. And I mean, I didn't hear I didn't hear any of this. That was the first piece of audio, the only audio I heard from the whole thing. So I don't know if he if he came out and actually gave an apology or not. He did publicly. Apologize he to did him. okay because that didn't sound like one at all. No. Yeah. All right. No, and but, just as um, an aside, though, by the way, I know I don't want to take over your, your new segment here, but as an no, aside. go right ahead, Barry. So the reporter that asked the question, I heard him loud and clear. Is it impossible for the New York Knicks yeah, to yeah, give yeah, their yeah. reporters microphones or just to have yeah, like just an overall mic? Yes. Like, I mean, I watch a lot of that type of stuff, whether it's a post-game thing or what have you. Well, that you was, can't, it's so well, hard that was to make like, out what the reporters TMZ? are saying. Wasn't that TMZ that we were That video about? was from TMZ, but it wasn't a, somebody from TMZ asking the question. Okay. But still, yeah, you hear yeah, other you're right. I don't, no, press yeah, conferences. I don't, it's awful. I know Knicks fans really don't like that we can't hear the questions. I guess it also probably depends like on it. like how much press is there. Right? Like, are they? Do they have to worry about passing a microphone back and forth, like over a big room, because there's so many Listen, people? Listen, there's so many different ways you it's can do it. 2022. Like, you could make get people to hear that audio. You yeah. can fucking like you. Yeah, you, you get it? a boom, and, pass yeah, it down, whatever. Yeah, there's plenty of devices. Sure. Uh, what else you got, Blandy? Let's keep moving. Uh, ben Gordon. Remember Ben Gordon, former NBA star player. Yeah. Um, was just arrest, uh, arrested arrested at LaGuardia Airport uh, on Tuesday for allegedly punching his 10-year-old son in the face multiple times after his son dropped a book what? on the floor. Oh. An American Airlines employee told police she witnessed the uh, Gordon punching the boy and yelling at him after he dropped a book on the floor of LaGuardia Airport on Monday night. And while he was being booked on that, when they did a search, they mm. found out that he had an outstanding warrant from something else Ooh. from a couple of years ago. So yes, wow. Ben Gordon. 
punching his 10-year-old son in the face. And last but not least, I know this is something that everybody was probably thinking about constantly. Uh, We reported the other day about Stephen A. Smith getting his ass eaten. And so uh, Stephen A. Smith has now come out and said quite uh, loudly and forcefully that he has not ever actually had his ass eaten. If you remember when he was asked about that, he said no comment. Well, um, Craig, Craig, this is the news, Craig. Uh, I can't. I can't even listen to this. Really, what? this is the news. We really need a follow up on this. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh my God! Let's just end the um, fucking show just right because here. Because he said uh, <laughs> he said it never happened in his life. But the only reason I bring it up is because somebody somebody asked him about it when he was at Disney World. The other oh day. right, right. I saw that. Somebody came up to him with their camera going on their phone and asked him about getting his ass eaten by a woman in front of some children, and so he felt compelled to come out and and say that no, he never, in fact, had his ass eaten. And now that okay. we know that, well, that's I mean, the he, way. but he was, but he, yeah, that's the, the, the fucking, that's the way the ass gets eaten. The, <laughs> but he was mostly upset that he got pulled out in Disney. And asked about his ass being. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like he he wouldn't have said he he has if he hadn't. Well, he didn't say he I'm, had. He, he just said know, no comment. That's private. Right. Yeah. yeah whatever. Maybe, he said he yeah, never he's an entertainer done it. first and foremost. So maybe he thought that yeah. was the entertaining answer. Who knows? And who gives right. a shit? Who cares? This is the last time we're gonna talk about that because it's honestly disgusting. I think I was able to deal with it last week when Barry and I were all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I so can't that's, even picture that's a, this. Okay. All right, that's going to do for today's show. Everybody, remember you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnextlife on Twitter. Barry at Barry Dworkin and Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times, however many times you fucking want. Do we really All week long. We are here. No, I really don't. But (laughs) I'm not going to say no to them, but it does take a lot of work listening to all of them. Um, if you do need the number, calm. it's yeah, 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. I don't have it in front of me. Was it 3741? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you know, and let us know. Let us know if, if you like the numbers or these 33-MESH-1, because I would love to pick one. Right, Barry? I don't think anyone uses that. I would talk about this before. It's so easy to remember that. Murder Jim. What do you? What number do you call? Just tell me. Murder Jim. I want Murder Jim to tell me. It's the only opinion I care about. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, we play Friday night. Uh, final preseason game. The regular season opens on Wednesday versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Can't believe it's here. Can you yeah. guys believe it's here? Nope. No. Can't believe it. All right. What jersey are you wearing tonight? What is that? This is my RJ jersey. I was going to wear my Julius uh, jersey because I'm in his corner and I'm loving yeah. what I'm seeing. And I want to, you know, as long as he plays this way, we got to support him. But but whatever, I like I like this jersey better. So I'm wearing my RJ. Okay. Last year's Guys, statement jersey. what do we decide on the next show? Is this happening? When is this happening? Just so everyone knows. You play Friday night. You, you guys have you like fucking dinner plans now? Friday night? Yeah, I just want to know. Dinner plans Friday night. That's so. I don't know when I'm gonna watch that game. Either Friday night or Saturday. So new show Saturday? No. 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 Oh, what do you have going on fucking Saturday, Barry? I don't. I'd like to leave my Saturday nights open, Craig. Oh my god. 
How about right, Sunday so morning? How about Sunday so morning? Like a nice like 7:30 a.m. on a Sunday. You could do like a, a, oh, yeah, a pod sure. brunch. Okay. All right. I, yeah, some sorry, people work on Sundays. Sorry, everybody. Plans. We just did six straight podcasts, and you don't see us for an entire week. And Barry doesn't have time for us anymore. So whenever the fuck you see us, you will see us, apparently. We're doing a show now. You want to get back to a more normal schedule. Now you tell me you want to do it the day after tomorrow. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I come know. on. Well, we were going to do it last night, but Blandy wasn't feeling well. So you're right. We'll, we'll see, you know, but. Do people really have to rearrange their schedule to know, no, you they know don't. To, to prepare they don't. for our next drop? I just like to find. I just like to fucking find out, Barry. All right, I'll fucking talk to you guys tomorrow. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Ubi topping. Oh, I was gonna do that too, man. <laughs> Ubi topping. Yeah. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening. To believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.